When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sit and Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? 77 WABC. So I'm Gandhi-like. I think like Gandhi. I act like Gandhi. I want to be like Gandhi. Miami FLA Hitchhiked away across USA Plucked her eyebrows on the way Shaved her legs and then he was a she She says, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side Said, hey honey Take a walk on the wild side Now the great Lou Reed as we start hour number two, a big show there. You heard uh, Eric, my man, comparing himself to Mahatma Gandhi. Eric will join me coming up in about two hours, the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, at 9.15. My phone was blowing up late last night. A very good friend of mine who is a councilwoman who needs to win again. I, I, I absolutely compel all of you and urge all of you to vote for Inna Vernikov. But Inna was blowing up my phone last night. I was asleep, of course. I'll tell you why. Because the guy about to join me now has all the answers that Inna's looking for. But she couldn't reach him yesterday. And I guess he'll tell us why. Of course, he gets big ratings, noon to one, every weekday afternoon. Big ratings hosting the overnights on the weekend. And arguably does his best work right here, this time of the morning, on Sitting Friends in the Morning. He's the icon. He's the legend. Mr. Guardian Angel and New York Savior, and I mean that, Curtis Sliwa. So Inna reached out to me yesterday because she is, uh, you know, Gravesend, Manhattan Beach, uh, Sheepshead Bay, my area. Good councilwoman. Good Great councilwoman. Count, yeah. And I guess she heard you say that the illegals, she called them migrants, the illegals next stop may be Manhattan Beach, her area. Yep. And she was freaking out. So I said, well, call Curtis. Well, how does he know? I said, listen, listen. I went through the same thing with Joanne Areola. <laughs> how does he know? What does he know? And four months later, with our fingers up our ass, we're looking for attorneys to stop these people from going to Floyd Bennett Field. If you're Inna or Joanne or any of these local politicians, stop asking how Curtis knows. It doesn't matter how he knows. He just knows. Just do something about it. But she's not sure what to do because she's not sure. This is accurate information. Well, they all they all say that. But anyway, I was tied up. My wife, Nancy, who, as you know, does the deep dive on all this information as the attorney. She verifies everything. Uh, she was down for the count. She had severe migraine headaches. So I was nursing her up until about 4 o'clock this morning. That's how bad her migraine I'm headaches sorry. were. So I was, 
I was off so. the radar screen for everybody, including you, Sid. Yeah. But let's deal with this because all of these elected officials think that they lead and everybody follows. Guess what? All of you elected officials know nothing about nothing because you're too busy kissing one another's asses. you got to do a deep dive. I've said, how many times here, Sid, I have rats at City Hall, and City Hall knows that. And they go every day meticulously trying to figure out who's squealing to Sliwa, who's who's eating the Parmesan cheese. And they'll never find them. They're civil servants. they got a year or two left. They're not political appointees. They never liked me growing up in Canarsie. But you know what? They don't like what's happening to this city. And in two years, they're off to Boca Raton, where you came from, Sid, <laughs> but everybody else is moving to. Right. So they feed me information like it's nonstop. But I don't necessarily believe it. Because they could be, uh, you know, feeding me a line that then gets me fired here at WABC. Hey, so Nancy. Which many people have asked for many times. Every day. City Hall, Albany, uh, Republicans. It doesn't matter. Uh, Foes are friends. They want me fired, suspended. They want me to retract. They want me to apologize, get down on uh, wounded knee. And I tell them all, you can kiss both cheeks of my tookers. It ain't happening. Well, there was a time when they uh, came to me, and and the word uh, they, that's going to stay as it sounds, you know. Um, They came to me, and they wanted me to maybe not put you on the show and these types of things. And I said, no. I said, unless you can show me, show me a proven track record where Curtis has been wrong the majority, which is 51%, unless you can show me that, He's going to keep coming on, and he's going to come on every day. And as I've said, and even John Katsimatidis has said, you've been right more than wrong and probably somewhere about 95%. That, folks, is not worthy of a termination or a suspension. Not only that, but if you were playing the horses, you'd be really riding high, let me tell you, in the winter struggle. Let me tell you, my job, my role with you is to bring information to everybody's attention that nobody else has. Or why would you even have me on this show to repeat what everybody else says, which every other show does? They repeat, repeat, they're parrots. They never bring new information to the forefront. You have permitted me to do that in the most important segment of the show, 705-710 every morning. Agreed. And I have to deliver. And all of a sudden, I noticed that yesterday the Democratic County leader, whose name is Rodney Bishol, not a household name, But she does not function uh, unless Eric Adams exhales and then she inhales. So we all know Eric Adams has played the race card throughout his history. Throughout his history, when when all things fail, play the race card. Abbott, you're a racist. Ed Day, you're a racist. Curtis Lee, you're a racist. And a buffoon. Uh, But when your back is against the wall, Eric Adams will play the race card. So he's not going to say it this time. He lets the Democratic County leader, who he's hired his, her husband twice now for no-show jobs. No-show jobs, right? The second one, they had to get rid of him because he was in the administration. First one was his campaign. So she puts out on Kings County, Democratic County um, stationery that Frank Corona is a part of, that Anthony Corona is a part of, these that authorized ideas are part of. These are my friends. And she says, white neighbors are not helping with the migrant crisis in Brooklyn. They're not shouldering their fair share. And then she starts listing neighborhoods. Remember who called me a liar about Bay Ridge, Justin Brannan? 
who's lied about everything, including, oh, I, I never supported defund the police. Yes, you did. No cash bail. Yes, you did. I said they were going to put a migrant tent on Shore Road Park. Remember that? I do remember that. He claimed I'm lying. All of a sudden. Do you know that, um, and this is uh, a little off the topic, but uh, back, I believe it was 1987, I received oral on uh, Shore Road. Did you say oral sex? Yes, in a red Camaro. Wow. Yeah. Gee whiz, you know who parked along Shore Road? No, who? Son of Sam, remember? That's how they clipped well, him. Well, it wasn't David Brooks. In that, uh, that yeah. that VW Beetle, remember? That's how they clipped him. <laughs> I know. He parked along Shore Road. Uh, that, is that where he looking got the for ticket? another victim, yes. Is that where he got the ticket? Yes. No, I thought the ticket was in Queens. No, no, Brooklyn, Shore Road. Okay, because he used to go to this uh, deli. He would frequent this deli, and Bernard, my former great partner, he would actually uh, serve David Berkowitz, make him a sandwich, buy his lottery Did tickets. Did Bernard give him the gabagool? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I think Bernie had a role in arresting uh, David Berkowitz. Could so be. Congratulations, Bernie. So you're right. Bay Ridge, you so did Bay say Ridge. that it was going So down. now Rodney Bishaw, who is the agent of Eric Adams, she does not speak unless Eric Adams pulls her strings, has said, why not Bay Ridge? Joe Road Park. Why not Marine Park? You know what I'm talking about there, uh, Sid, which is the place that we played baseball and basketball in when we were growing up. Uh, Marine Park, Fillmore, and uh, 35th. Yep. And, uh, yes, I played softball many times on those fields. And this is in revenge to Assemblywoman Jamie Williams, the Democrat, for crossing over and starting to work with Republicans and then, of course, Manhattan Beach, which is very close to you, and Ina Vernikoff. And, in fact, uh, I have been invited. Yeah. And I am accepting the invitation, <laughs> and I hope you would come with me, Sid. All righty. On Monday, October 16th, from 6 to 8 p.m. at Kingsborough Community College. Oh, that's there, right there in Manhattan Beach. Where you are an esteemed alumni. That is true. I think I'm the most famous Kingsborough Community College graduate ever. I actually stayed the two years. Now, just be very honest. All I did was drink Bloody Marys on the beach and play spades in the cafeteria. Understood. But I got a two-year associate's degree. Understood. Uh, <laughs> in the rotunda, it's called The Night with Eric Adams, Breaking Bread and Building Bonds. Oh, Eric is going to be at Kingsborough? Yes. This is his night of breaking bread and building bonds. Will it, will it be unleavened bread, I wonder? But the point being, yeah. I am going to cold bust him and say, you already have a plan for Manhattan Beach, don't you, Mayor Eric Adams? Go ahead, lie. Lie before all these people, Jews and Gentiles, blacks and whites, that you're not going to put a migrant tent right in Manhattan Beach. Well, he's not going to lie. And here's I'm going to defend uh, the mayor. And it's not a, a knock at you at all, by the way. Somehow I have to figure out a way to be friends with both of you guys, which is not going to be easy. But here's what he's going to say. I'll tell you right now. He's Everything gonna, is on the table. Correct. He's not going to deny it. He's not going to say no, but he's not going to say yes. He's going to say, quote, Every neighborhood will be impacted by the time this is said. And, and done. I know the people who did the specs already. You do? Yes. Of course. Come on. Do you Sid. know that uh, there's a guy named Jeff Lax? Do you know this guy? Curtis? Oh, Jeff Lax, yes. He calls out anti-Semitism all the time. Correct. And he's a professor at Kingsborough. Great man. Great he's man. A, a super guy, yes. And uh, years ago, he wanted me to deliver the commencement address. Because I am the most famous Kingsborough graduate ever. You are. Kind of, kind of like winning a beauty contest in a leprechaun. No, no, no. But no. Look, I've, I've done interviews there on the two-watt radio station. You, you know too. me. I'll run to do an interview. You know, the first time, it's so funny you said that. 
The first time I ever called the radio station, even before I called WFN a Sid from Brooklyn, it was a Saturday night. It was the local Kingsborough Community College station. I love that station. They played disco. And um, I had him play the song White Lines. I swear to God. Oh, White Lines. Oh, <laughs> my God. White Lines. Yeah. Cocaine. Yeah, yeah, years ago. So but so he wanted me to deliver the address, and they said no. And for a second there, he thought, well, maybe Sid has a bit of a, of a rough history, despite his monster success now. But now. Now you're a Jew. Come on. I'm a Jew. That's it. Right. You're a Jew. That's right. why they didn't honor you. By right. the way, you know who the previous chancellor was long before? Maybe maybe at the time you went, but you were so stung God at that time. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, drinking Bloody Marys and playing spades <laughs> in the <laughs> It was Rudy Giuliani's first wife. Is that right? Yeah, I met her there. We had a great conversation. Wonderful woman. She went on to become chancellor of Mount St. Vincent's uh, College, which is up there in Manhattan College, where I'm trying to stop a well, migrant center from coming in. That's where Bernie went. Yes. He went it's up by uh, the park in the Bronx. Yes, Van Colton Park. So she was before Donna Hanover, before Andrew's mom. That is correct. Okay, got it. Yeah, no, very nice Did woman. Did you go to Kingsborough, too? No, just to, uh, just to do, be interviewed on the radio oh, no, station. But, 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 but you never went to college there. No, no, I got kicked out of high school. As Peter King says, right. hey, I graduated from Brooklyn Prep, Curtis Lee, but got kicked out to uh, Jesuit High School, and I never looked back. Two of the smartest people I know, two of the smartest people I know, never set foot on a college campus. Never came close, and that's you and Don Imus. So, uh, well, let me. Now, now you give me a perfect intro into talking about talk radio. Okay, we do a pivot. Even shift though you here. hated Imus because he took your morning show from you and Kobe. Absolutely hated him. But <laughs> worse yet, he tried to destroy talk radio when he would take off eight weeks a year, and order everyone on his crew to take off, and then he would have as a substitute Michael Gunsman. And Noam Layden would do the news, and Mike Gunselman, for, for a syndicated show across the nation. And remember, he's the one who didn't have your and Bernie's back. He wanted Mike Lupica to take Correct. your spot. Well, you know why he, he did Mike Gunselman. This is a true story, and, and maybe Lou remembers. But one year he had me do it. It was the week of July 4th, and I filled in. And I had Warner Wolf, and I had all of Imus's people at my disposal. And I just came back to a bevy of emails from people who said, you know, you have Connell and Bernie hosting Fridays. You've got Gunselman hosting week. Sid's the best you got. Sid should be hosting every. Sid is about as good as you. And he got nuts. So he decided, let me grab the guy who's the worst at it. And I love Gunsy. He's coming on with uh, Bernie's big day in a couple of weeks. I love him. Let me grab the guy who pays zero. And I mean, zero threat to me. And put them on. They all do that. See, they all do that. Why In do fact, they do that? Michael, I I Michael Savage. I who, put you on when, when I'm not here. I know. You're great. But you're different, and so is Bob Grant at King of Talk Radio. Gave a lot of people their chance. Michael Savage, same thing. He would be uh, scheduled to do five days a week, Mondays and Fridays. He would basically uh, have a substitute of no consequence, which just destroyed that time period. Because they are so insecure. They want it so that when they come back on air, everybody's, I missed you so badly, as opposed to, hey, that guy was pretty good, you know? They're all like that. And that's why don't worship at, at the uh, altar of Michael Savage, who was the first talk show host in the history of the business, where at KSFO, his home station in San Francisco, in the contract, they demanded that he do his broadcast from home because they said he was so disruptive. 
in the radio station. They oh. demanded that he do it. Yeah. Boy, that guy is tough. No, he's tough. I know he's tough, but you have to admit he's an interesting listen. Yeah, and by the way, uh, these awards are being given out in New York State Broadcast. Well, congratulations. The, your, the thing you did with Lenny's Pizza was really yeah, great. Yeah, but do me a favor because uh, I won't be there. I'm on the air 12 to 1, Rip and Reed, oh. as I am this afternoon. Do not have Frank Morano give a 20-minute speech <laughs> accepting my award. Please give him the hook. That was like the worst thing in Cipriani's two years ago at our anniversary. You remember he spoke for 20 minutes introducing me. I do remember People that. Booed him. I remember that. Yes, it was very wordy, very wordy. Please do not let him get up and accept my video award about the closing of Lenny's Pizza. By the way, Lenny's Pizza is closed. Uh, oh, Tarjay is closed in East Harlem. Uh, CVS is closing. Rite Aid is closing. You could ask that of your friend Eric Adams. All uh, these places listen, are, are closing. I am. I am. And, and, and we know why Target is closing. There's no secret. It's because it's unsafe. Even people in Harlem are scared to death to shop at Target. Once again, you can tell me that's perception, but when Huge retail stores start to close. That's no longer perception. Listen, that's reality. Listen out there, whether you're my enemies or my foes. When I come on this precious station, the most important radio station in the nation, on the number one morning show in America, Sid Rosenberg and Friends, I make sure my information don't stink. That is accurate. It's right on. And if you don't trust me, the high school graduate... Trust the graduate of Brooklyn Law, my wife, Nancy, who checks, double-checks everything and has been right, as Sid has said, 95% of the time. So right away, why do my fellow Republicans right away say, well, how does he know? Well, guess what? I don't have my nose up everybody's tuckers looking for discretionary funds, looking for favors. I don't care if everybody out there is my enemy in politics. My friends are the people, and I'm here to protect the people's interests, no matter who they are. Ticket to ride, white line highway, tell all your friends they can go my way, pay your toll, sell your soul, pound for pound, cost more than gold, the longer you stay, the more you pay. My white lines go a long way, either up your nose or through your vein. With nothing to gain except killing your brain. Dream.